We're all souls having a human experience. That experience is a journey, and each journey is unique. It's through our experiences that we come together and unite. Join soul-led author, podcaster, Reiki practitioner, healer, teacher, and sheepreneur, Kristen Aurelia, as she shares insights, wisdom, and knowledge with listeners. This show is dedicated to understanding the complex layers of human behavior. Each episode will continue to illuminate pathways and spark soulful journeys. After all, we are all children of God, one collective consciousness trying to survive the human experience. Welcome to Surviving the Human Experience. This channel is uniquely created space for exploration of topics for all things human experience related. Each episode and series is specifically designed to explore and discuss topics that play a role or have an impact on our human experience. Topics chosen span across health and wellness, self-discovery, life experiences, personal growth, healing, and so much more. Join us as we embark upon the journey of awareness, education, information sharing, knowledge, wisdom, and exploration as we continue to evolve and become she-wise. Now it's time for the disclaimer. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. I am a fellow human being having a human experience and sharing information and findings along my journey. I'm not a licensed therapist and this podcast is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. Now we can get started on today's episode. So today on Surviving the Human Experience podcast, we have a very special episode for our listeners. We're here with Pam Patilano. Pam is a gifted intuitive medium, healer, and spiritual teacher. She is well known and respected throughout the spiritual community. Pam provides so much knowledge and wisdom to her clients through her healing practice, teachings, readings, Awakened Soul Stories podcast, and through her interactions with others. On a personal note, Pam is a beautiful soul who is near and dear to my heart. She has been a guide and has held space for me personally as I've embarked upon my spiritual journey, and I'm so excited to welcome her to the show. So without further ado, welcome, Pam. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Yes. I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) Woohoo! Thank you for sharing your time with us today. I've personally been blessed with the opportunity to learn from you as part of my awakening journey and what a journey it has been and it continues to be. So we first met through a reading where you opened my eyes to uncovering and deep diving into discovering my truth. I had no idea how things were going to unfold or how I was going to move along my path, but all I can say is, wow, thank you for all the wisdom and guidance. It's my, been fun. My pleasure. Yes. It was fun. So let's get started. I've got some questions for you today um, so we can go ahead and share your gifts with our listeners. Okay. So can you tell our listeners when you first uncovered and discovered your spiritual gifts and did they unfold naturally or was this something that evolved over time? Um, well, I think I was probably around three years old uh, when the spiritual gifts actually showed themselves uh, in the form of uh, angels mm-hmm. and them giving me messages, um, them protecting me and taking me out of bad situations while they were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout my life it's been um, not just the angels but you know uh, part of it it was Archangel Michael part of it was messages that I've received and who came to me in those messages Mm -hmm. at the profound moments where I was supposed to learn something Mm -hmm. um, or they were giving me message for future information so I worked a lot with Mother Mary Um, sometimes Archangel Michael will come in when I'm doing my healing work Um, Jesus comes in sometimes when I'm also doing my healing work or to give me messages about particular people that I may be doing readings for or somehow what the message has to say will impact their lives in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, So I might get a message, you know, six months before I meet this person. But as soon as I meet the person, I know where that message belongs. Okay. Um, So it's... A lot of the information is channeled through me. Um, sometimes it's given in 
repetitive signs, mm. uh, repetitive angel numbers. Um, sometimes I'm in a situation where I'm, I don't like, I don't know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. And then voila, all of a sudden it'll make a lot of sense. And the people that are supposed to be affected by that message will just show up. Oh my goodness. So would you say that your gifts, um, kind of strengthened over time? They just pretty much, you just started to see, I guess things grow or go in different directions. Um, well, that's a loaded question (laughs) (laughs) because I would say that the gifts more or less morphed okay as i got older Mm -hmm. um so when i was young it started out i was very telepathic Mm. so i would be standing in a room full of adults and their mouths wouldn't be moving and i could hear their thoughts um and then when when i would repeat this whatever (laughs) they were thinking out loud you know it was um always I didn't understand it at the time, so I would just say, "Why did you say that?" And they would look at me like, "How did you know?" That's what I was. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Oh my um, gosh! So that was the first part of it. That probably lasted from three to ten years old, um, and then after that, it became more. Um, I would receive intuitive messages, mm-hmm. so I would receive. You know, I would see the angels. We would have full blown conversations. Um, I grew up in a very tumultuous family mm-hmm. and very uh, abusive family. So when such certain situations were occurring, the angels would actually come and take me mm. out my soul, out of my soul body, wow. and we would go play. Wow! And then they put me back in when things were done. Wow! So. I have some memories of that. I have a lot of memories of being with them mm-hmm. and not necessarily the situations that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got into my teenage years, it was it was difficult because I was, you know, I was doing drugs, I was drinking, and um, the, bad, the bad energies would come in. Mm. And it was hard for, I think it was difficult for them to protect me at that point. Yeah. So I kind of had to experience that. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn to set my boundaries and say no. Okay. Um, because I wasn't familiar with what was these lower energies were. Right. Um, um, and, and, you know, as I got into my 20s and things like that, I would have all these, like, seriously prophetic dreams. Wow. So in the dream they would show me about like world events that were happening or something major that was coming down the pike and they would actually be with me they would come and walk with me through this vision um so i wasn't afraid Mm -hmm. but you know you have that information and what do you do with it as a 16 year old right right right. so i had no idea um or a 20 year old or however old i was Uh um so then after i had my children I could hold an object and, and see where it had been. Oh my and goodness. so I, I got a lot of information about it, or maybe who it belonged to before that, um, in, in all the lives that it had had. Wow. Right? So people would give me like a marble or a piece of jewelry mm-hmm. or, or something like that. Um, and then it seems like every seven years, they would add something else. Um, and as I got a little bit older, I tried to... <laughs> I tried to read tarot cards, okay. and that was uh, a waste of time because mm. I felt very dyslexic, Okay, and it didn't make any sense when everything was coming in higher mm. for me anyway. I was already okay. getting the information, so I knew that was like a waste of time. Right. Um, and then a few years ago, I was working on somebody who was doing energy work, and I had my hands on his shoulders. And all of a sudden, they took me inside his body. Oh, my god! Like, goodness. literally. I, could, I was looking around, and I was, like, in his esophagus. Ooh. And then I would go down into, you know, his organs. And then uh-huh. I looked around, and I wasn't quite sure where I was, but I could see a, a tumor that was wrapped around this nerve or vein or something. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I came out, there were three people in the room with me, and they were all looking at me like, where did you go? Like, literally, because I must have just, like, it right. disappeared. Right. My soul right. disappeared. Right. And I found out that I was actually in his prostate. Wow. 
and it was a <laughs> no need to get acquainted, right? Just jump right in and get right to it. There was a tumor uh, wrapped around this like main vein that goes through there, and, I, and he asked me, he said, "What did you see?" And I told him, and he confirmed it the next day when he went to the doctor and got his exam, and the doctor told him the same thing. He was going for exploratory surgery the next day, and his fiance called me and said they found the tumor. Exactly oh. what I saw. Oh. Um, so Confirmation. That was, um, you know, and it's all part of the healing because mm-hmm. I need to know where things are mm-hmm. in order to do the healing work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they tell me if I'm in a reading with somebody, they'll be like, yeah, ask him about his heart condition. Mm. And I would ask, and they're like, I don't have a heart condition. I'm like, yes, you do. I said, one of your arteries is blocked and you need to go get that checked. And they would, and, and people literally like went to the doctor. Mm within a few days and mm-hmm. found out whatever and and people said oh my god you saved my life but it's not about that it's it's coming through me it's being mm-hmm. given to me it's mm-hmm. not like i'm i am doing that because i'm not you're the messenger i'm the messenger so i get to go in there and and dig around in somebody's inner body which is always interesting that is very um, interesting and you know it's it's all part of the whole process Mm -hmm. it's all part of the whole process and i'm fortunate in a way and because sometimes it's a little freaky obviously but i'm fortunate in a way because i don't just get a little piece of it they've they've made it very well rounded for me Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's a it's definitely a gift Mm -hmm. all of it it's Mm -hmm. not just the medical intuition it's not just the psychic stuff it's not just the spiritual teaching and all of that but through studying with people and doing this work you know they've allowed me to they've allowed messages to come in mm-hmm. um, that has given me insight into the world for like the prior two years mm-hmm. or information like that so there's a lot of responsibility I was going to say, that seems very heavy. Some it's not exactly dinner conversation you can have with people when you're at the parties, right? They're just looking like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right, exactly. That hasn't happened yet. Like, oh, no worries. No, I've learned not to not to say it ahead uh-huh. of time. I've learned to wait until the moment is right. Okay. Um, and for a specific example, I'll give you this example. Back in 2004, mm-hmm. um, we had just moved to New Jersey, and... I remember having this incredible dream. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely, it scared me, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm in the dream and and I, and all of a sudden I see like the angels come and they, and they said, they opened this like door up that I couldn't see. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, get inside. So I got inside and it was like this big bubble of glass, right? But it moved. Oh, so they took me on this, (laughs) on this journey over the ocean and the land and I'm looking and I said this isn't New Jersey this isn't Rhode Island Mm -hmm. because everything was on the other side right so I knew that it wasn't here Mm -hmm. and there was palm trees oh wow so it was very like yeah you know not Jersey no I had no idea where it was but then they showed me this big tidal wave coming in and washing over all the buildings and the people and sweeping them out oh my god and I had no idea why I just knew and the next thing I knew they dropped me off back where I was I got on a train with the priest from my church oh wow and we went somewhere Mm -hmm. like he said he he kept telling me we need to get away we need to get away Mm -hmm. and three weeks later they had the tsunami in Thailand and I was watching it on the news and it was exactly what they had showed me in my dream oh my gosh but you feel helpless because obviously you don't know where to put it. You I mean, how can you stop something like that? Right. You right. know, um, so there's some, obviously some guilt mm-hmm. that you carry around because mm-hmm. like if I had said something, nobody would have believed me. Absolutely. Some little Italian girl from, right. You know, America. Right. Right. <laughs> trying but to having this message. Along. Yeah. <laughs> having that information. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So, but you learn a lot and, and, and you, bring that wisdom to other people when you're teaching them or, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever the situation may be. I, cause I, I never had anybody really teach me mm-hmm. about the emotional aspect of it or anything like that. So, you know, even when you and I were talking right. and going through your sessions, mm-hmm. you know, I would explain like this could happen mm-hmm. if this happens or be prepared, right? right? Be prepared right. emotionally for this to happen. Right. Um, because it comes with a lot of, 
responsibility and um but you learn that you know what if the creator says to go and do this or do that mm -hmm. you don't argue you don't i don't i'm like okay yeah okay. you just do it i do what i have to do wow okay no, that's beautiful. I'm just, it's so much information. And I, like you said, the responsibility and the level of, um, I guess, pressure to sit on information or to act upon it and knowing when you are and aren't supposed to move at that information is, right. that sounds like a whole skill and art form in itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you work a lot with clients to provide readings and, um, I've, I've been to several who have done readings and have uh, to say that you've provided so much truth and transparency in your readings. You don't sugarcoat. You don't skirt around some of the tough areas. You just deliver the message as it's sent to you. Um, and I thought that was very liberating as I was able to uncover and address a lot of different areas in my personal space and on my journey um, that led me to the awakening and to my healing and so without getting into too much of my super personal good stuff, I do want to share with the listeners, I can recall um, that we were having a session and you had shared that one day I would be creating something different than what my professional space was. And when I came to you, you said it would be, you know, a spiritual type of practice. And I looked at you like, you've lost your mind. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a corporate girl. I'm out here doing paperwork and following <laughs> policies and doing all of these things by the book every single day. And I just looked and I was like, well, that was interesting. And I thought, oh, I don't know what she's talking about, but she seemed pretty confident. So I said, well, we'll just see what happens. Um, and so here we are, maybe not even a year later, right? Sitting here having this podcast and publishing books and going on a spiritual journey that's beyond my wildest imagination. So, um, so I really was just surprised by that because I just, I didn't know much about the space or the world when we, when we met. So I have to ask you though, when you're doing those readings, do you generally have an idea of the direction they're going or are you sometimes shocked? Oh no, I'm shocked sometimes because it's not, Sometimes I get information beforehand mm -hmm. if I really focus on it, but most times because I'm channeling the information, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like watching a television show mm. that you've never seen before. Okay. So sometimes the, the, the information that I get is shocking to me, um, but again, I've learned to separate myself from the outcome of somebody else's information okay because a lot of i deal with a lot of grieving parents and things like that mm -hmm. so i can't get emotionally involved mm. i can be sympathetic and all mm -hmm. of that i can i can kind of calm my delivery down a little bit mm -hmm. but you know it's um that part's difficult mm. that part's difficult just for yeah. you know for the nature of, of what it is mm -hmm. it's 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 scary a little bit for them um but people seem to you know <laughs> they seem to accept it and they don't argue about the information that's coming through because mm -hmm. sometimes the loved ones or whomever I'm speaking with will be very specific about the information that they give. Okay. So it's just not possible to even, you know, Google somebody or go mm -hmm. onto their Facebook page and, mm -hmm. and find out this kind of information. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I don't feel, I don't feel like I have to worry about what comes out. Mm -hmm. because they've never led me astray or given me information that was false mm -hmm. or, you know, anything like that. So I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident about what comes out mm -hmm. <laughs> most mm -hmm. times. Sometimes it's a little, I have to curb my like <laughs> surprise, right? you know, but the coincidences are funny. Sometimes it's okay. like really funny information and uh -huh. we laugh because there's nothing else you can do. Right. It's very just like, give me that. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and how do you know when you're in those conversations with people, like, how do you know when to cut it off? Like, how do you know, okay, this is enough of this message or are you, are you told like, okay, I'll only share this much information.
Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become she-wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. clarify that because that's an important that's a good mm-hmm. question if if i see that somebody is going to die mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. in the next few days or, or whatever the situation mm-hmm. is i feel like there's a code of conduct right mm-hmm. that information is between them and their maker mm. because you never know what somebody's going to do with that information right who they're angry at who they're going to hurt before they go or what they're going to do mm-hmm. um and i feel really like i said i feel really strongly about that that's that, that's that part is not my place mm. all the other information that i get um and depending on who i'm giving it to i might make it a little softer okay if i see somebody's going to get into a car accident and possibly die mm-hmm. I'm, you know you might want to just think about taking a different way to work mm, okay. or you need to get your tires fixed okay you know vague information like that yeah. um, but everything else just comes out the way it is okay and um i mean they don't tell me when they channel you can't give that information out mm-hmm. it's not it's not like that so i get very specific information that i know 
is the absolute truth and that I can tell them. Okay. Right. And I try to keep it as, I try not to put my twist on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might give them some knowledge that I've had from past experiences like that, mm. but the information they get is pretty, you know, it's pretty direct. Okay. Pretty wow. Yeah, I've always wondered, like, how do you know when is that place where you just say, okay, enough information or because I'm sure you're receiving so much information about a person and, and it's the downloads. Yes, yeah, yeah, just keep coming. And it, you could probably spend days with somebody telling them like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, how, how it, and I should probably tell you this because people need to understand. So when I connect to somebody's energy, mm-hmm. it puts up a, a film strip literally in front of my eyes okay and information is always you know past present future mm-hmm. it's never ever ever in chronological order oh so i can jump from the time they're they're 60 uh-huh. till they're five and then 45 and you know and they give okay. me s- specific clips of information right to give okay so once that clip is over it moves on very quickly to the next oh, thing. Oh, wow. I have no control over that. I can't just say, hold on, let's stop. Right, right. Rewind. Right. It's not like that. And, and you know, I won't remember sometimes because it's not from my brain necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I tell them, wait, wait three days. Mm-hmm. I told you that. Mm-hmm. Just sit with yes. it. Yes. For three days because it takes your brain that long to process because it's a lot. It, you know, it's a lot of information. Yes. Right. So it takes them like three days. Sometimes they'll text me. Do you remember what you said about this? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will. Sometimes I won't. Right. But I don't have a problem like clarifying mm-hmm. what they what they're interpreting the message at as right. for them. But yeah, that's how it that's how it comes in. So that must be exhausting <laughs> for you. Um, it used to be when I didn't okay. know how to ground myself or put up my boundaries. Um, okay. But once I learned that, I'm, I'm pretty okay. Okay. I'm not really tired. When I'm around a lot of negativity, mm-hmm. that, that makes me tired. Okay. You know, and somebody who you give a reading to who came to you specifically for a reading and you're giving the information, they keep arguing with you about it. Right. I said, listen. I'm going to give you what I get. I can't make it up. If you'd like me to make something up, let me know. Right. I'm happy to do it for right. you. But you're telling you're, yeah. you're, you're coming to me for the truth. Yes. And that's what I'm giving you. Yes. I was going to say they're coming to you. You right. didn't go find them. Right. And, and the other part of it is people, the most thing people get disappointed about is like, Oh, I really wanted to talk to my grandmother or, mm. or something, but it's not about who they want to talk to. It's about mm-hmm. who wants to talk to them and who's <sighs> around them. Okay. And I always, I, I say that right. I said, if somebody comes through, that you don't want to talk to, I'll mm-hmm. tell you who they are and you can decide. Okay. Because I'm not going to force you to talk to somebody that you don't want to speak to. Right. You know, right. so hopefully I can just like weave their message in mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Anyway, Absolutely. Yes. That's how that works. Okay. Awesome. Um, so for those who are newer to this space, can you share what it means to be an intuitive medium? What does that mean? So some people are very psychic. Mm-hmm. Right, so they may get information, they may be able to see what somebody ate for breakfast or, you know, very, I don't know, earthbound kind of information. Okay. And then there are people that are actually mediums who can channel people that have crossed over, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I am both. I'm really kind of like not in favor of the word psychic because mm-hmm. it's it had such a negative connotation over the years. So I prefer the word intuitive medium okay. because when somebody comes for me for a read comes to me for a reading, I'm not just channeling somebody. I'm not just giving them information. It's, it's all, it's all mixed up. Okay. So it, for me, I could never even pull it apart because that would be really confusing for mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. for them. So, mm-hmm. um, that's why I chose the term intuitive medium. Okay. I love that. Um, so as a medium, you mentioned that you have the ability to connect with loved ones who've crossed over and that's a very powerful gift. That's some people have it and some people don't. Um, what is that experience like for you? Um, so when I'm in somebody's reading, I'll sit down, I'll touch their hands, I connect to their energy. And usually there's people that come in or a person that comes in mm-hmm. and it's almost like I can feel the heat on my face. My hands get hot. Mm-hmm. They can feel the vibration from my hands because somebody's like, and usually they'll come in and stand like right next to mm-hmm. my face. 
Or they'll stand next to the person's face or they'll put oh, their wow. hand around the person's shoulder. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and sometimes if the, if the relationship was rocky when they passed, they'll stand back. Mm. So I see them like... They'll stand way back. Okay. Almost like they're like hesitant to come forward. I right. know they're there and I'll say, I know you're here. So right. come and talk. And right. most times I'll get their name. So I know who they are. They'll tell me. And that's like part of this whole thing is I don't get, oh, there's somebody with a B name around you. Mm. That doesn't, they, I mean, when spirit or mother Mary or somebody wants to give a message, mm-hmm. ask them about Billy. Okay. It's very specific. Okay. You know, so, um, but that's how that kind of works. And then they always show me themselves how they felt the best in their life. Nice. You know, so they could have been 95 when they died. Mm-hmm. But if she was happy when she was 22, she's showing up as a 22 year old. But wow. in my, in my mind, I know who it is. Mm-hmm. I know all how old they were when mm-hmm. they passed and I know what their names are. You know, so I always give that information to the person that I'm reading with. Okay. Um, and that's helpful. And 80% of the time people remember at that moment, but the other 20%, because some of the information comes from your subconscious, mm-hmm. it's not something that's like in your frontal lobe, mm-hmm. you know, it's in the back of your mind. So it, they may be driving around in a couple of days going, oh my God, I remember, mm. you know, so for them it's, it's, and I tell them that I'm, I'm very honest about it, Yes. you know, so everything I say today may not make sense, but it will in a couple of days, it'll make plenty of sense. Um, so yeah, loved ones are everywhere. <laughs> so it's gotta be interesting. I mean, you see one physical being walking through a door, they see you, you're one person, but you could see like a whole bunch of people. You could have a whole party in your room. <laughs> so, so how do you keep focused on that person to not be like, Oh wow, look at that one over there. And look at, it doesn't distract you. No, I'm used to it. I mean, when I was little, it was scary and it was, I used to wake up in my bed and there'd be 20 people standing in my room. Mm-hmm. So as a three-year-old or a four-year-old, you're uh, thinking there's 20 people you. standing in your room. Right. You didn't think that they were spirits, Wow. but they would try to all talk to me. And, and as a three-year-old, it was like people were talking to me. I didn't understand it. But as I got older, you know, I understood it really well. And okay. it's not distracting anymore. Sometimes I try to avoid large crowds mm-hmm. because that's really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, if they have something to say, they come forward, mm. especially if I'm in like line or I'm standing next to other people, whoever's around them will come in okay, and, and be like tapping me on the shoulder. Ask them about this person. <laughs> I oh want to talk to so-and-so like they'll actually, cause they don't know. They, to me, they're still here. Right. 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 They're still here. So, right. but to tell you exactly how that works, it would be, it would be really difficult. Yeah. And, and just to add to that, how I see them. Um, so I, again, I see them when they felt the best in their life. Sometimes mm-hmm. they show me like their favorite car or they're sitting in their car or they're walking in the mm-hmm. woods or, or whatever their favorite hobby was. But most times it looks like Imagine like an eight by 10 room that's filled with a thousand shades of pink, Mm -hmm. right? So I know from doing this for so long that that's where their souls go to heal. Mm, Some people show me themselves while they're in that room. Okay. And all they know is unconditional love for the first time in their lives. Wow. Right. Or their transitional life Uh or whatever you want to call it. And they always come back because somebody here or some bodies here Mm -hmm. are holding on to something Mm. right so they really can't cross over Mm -hmm. if if i don't see them Mm -hmm. i know they've either either gone on to heaven or they've come back they've reincarnated Mm. Um, and then i know who they are actually in this lifetime when they come back wow so i can see the cycle sometimes oh my gosh but it's not it's not what people think it is okay you know it's just like they just have unconditional love for the first time ever it's amazing oh how beautiful (laughs)
journey to the awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become She-Wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. spaces don't we yes oh my gosh well early on in my journey I had the experience of receiving messages through you and I have to say I was blown away Um, I had worked with a medium once before so I was semi-familiar I I knew there was a real thing out here that this could happen um, but I was still skeptical and the messages and insights you delivered were very personal and it was so real just like you alluded to in the previous question um, that no one could have made it up I mean, they, they just couldn't. And you were able to connect in um, to my brother, to my grandmother. And I wanted to say thank you for being the conduit for that. Oh, yes. Pleasure. Yes. Pleasure. Being able to um, have those conversations and address words that are, you know, left unspoken are very powerful. And that's um, that means a lot to the individuals you get to touch and those that you get to speak to. Well, thank you for saying so, that. Yes. Yes. It's very, very cool stuff. Um, so there's a lot of people out here who are still hesitant and they're uncertain about the space, meaning the space of mediums, healers, intuitives, whatever we want to, you know, refer to them as 
So what do you say to those that are non-believers or, or people who aren't quite there? They're just not quite certain about this stuff that we talk about here today. Well, you know, it, it, through my through my experience with that, there's a lot of doubters out there. And I find that probably 90% of those people are in fear mm. of the unknown because mm-hmm. they're, they've lived their lives so like black and white that whatever... I bring to the table isn't tangible enough for them. They can't touch it. They can't feel it. They can't uh, hear it. Mm. You know, so that puts a lot of doubt in their mind. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, bring it on. Mm. Come for a reading. Yes. If you're still not a believer, you don't need to pay me. Yes. <laughs> if you are a believer, bring it on. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, love I'll it. help you out with that situation. I love it. Um, and I've, <laughs> I've, I've been challenged a few times. So, okay. um, I've, it's mostly men. Okay. I've had one woman that was really skeptical or a couple Mm. of women that were really skeptical. Mm -hmm. But after the reading, um, one woman was, she came and she was like her energy. She tried to like keep it in like a vault. (laughs) Right. And so it took me like a few minutes to to Uh break down the brick wall. And I literally had to go in on a spiritual level and knock out the bricks. Remember the ice game? Uh Uh-huh. It's like that. Yes. Right. And so I had to knock out the bricks, but I made a little hole and I got in there and her mother came through like immediately. Wow. And I gave her like all this information and she just started sobbing. She was Uh, sobbing. uh, And she said, I don't really want to talk to my mother. (laughs) So, um, but after that, you know, kind of broke the ice. So this probably been one person, I think in 30 years that, um, apparently I didn't channel enough people for her, but she Uh, was really angry when she left. Okay. She was so angry Uh, because it wasn't, it weren't, it wasn't the people that she wanted to talk to mm. and that's not what she paid for. Oh, wow. Okay. So I just gave her her money back. Yeah. You can't really control that. It's, you know, but you know what, when spirit wants to touch somebody, Mm -hmm. they open their eyes. Mm. They open that person's eyes. And when the opportunity's right, they'll come. Mm. That's how I, look at it it's not about ego and you know i don't get offended by that mm-hmm. you know i understand because i understand our side of it okay and yes. i understand their side of it so when they're ready they'll they'll come and they'll they'll they're ready to hear the message they're ready to talk to whomever they're ready to understand and believe mm-hmm. you know so they told me not to fight it right i just said let, let them be they'll come back Okay. And my job here is to plant the seed, mm-hmm. right? And that's when I when I said before that you have to separate yourself from the outcome. Because if I invested myself mm-hmm. every time somebody didn't believe something I said or they were skeptical or didn't want to have a reading, mm-hmm. I'd be a, like a one big heap right. on the floor. You'd be right? exhausted. So yeah. I, I learned that I plant the seed, I give them the information, mm-hmm. and I move on to the mm. next person. Okay. And and it, maybe it'll grow now. Maybe it'll grow in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Eventually it'll grow. Mm-hmm. It's just a question of when. Right. You know, so you do, you have to separate yourself from the outcome. Wow. Uh, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. That's all I can say. It is a lot. So if you could share one message with our listeners, what would it be? What is, what is your message to the world? Well, I'll give you the message that I I am in the middle of right now. So a couple of years ago, um, and it was probably about six or seven months before COVID, I was given a message through a meditation that said, don't take the vaccine. Mm. That was the first, and I, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm old. I'm not getting any more vaccines. Like, uh-huh. it didn't even dawn on me why I was getting this message. Right. So I kind of, like, left it alone. And then a few days later, I was in a meditation again, and I get this enormous message. And they told me, this is funny because I didn't even tell you this. Mm-hmm. So they told me that there was a big shift coming, mm. right? It was going to take two years. Mm. So this was almost two years ago. Wow. That there was going to be a big shift coming and that I wasn't, it was going to happen faster and faster. So instead of like before I could pace myself with people, mm-hmm. I said, we're going to send people to you. 
Mm-hmm. You need to plant the mustard seed. That literally, that's what it was. Okay. And I said, "What was the message about? What you know? What what do I tell them? Right, right. You want me to give them the message? Right. You need to tell me what right. to say." So part of it was that the energy we've been in in the, in the world for the past since the beginning of time mm-hmm. has been male energy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's been heavy. It's been toxic. Mm-hmm. It's been definitely not nurturing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we seem to be at critical mass right now, right? Mm. So, and they told me that humankind was going to kill itself mm. off, mm. right? If we didn't do something. Mm-hmm. So they put a lot of people like myself in the world mm-hmm. to facilitate healing of, of the world. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, what do you mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is a, this we is live big. in Connecticut. How right. many people can, like, can I heal? Yeah. So many. <laughs> but the message when I when I actually spoke to people. It was just, uh, it was, it just kept morphing into something bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I have this, this discussion with everybody. And so before the two years, the people that came to see me were like, how's my love life? My How's my job? It was very like mundane questions. Yeah. After that message, the people that came to see me said, I know I'm here for a reason. I need to know what my journey is going to be. I need, I know I'm on a spiritual path. I just don't know what to do or how to do it. Mm-hmm. Those were the people that were coming all of a sudden, mm. right? So what they told me was that the shift that the human humankind has experienced, and they literally showed me like the edge of the Grand Canyon, mm. and all these buffalo were running up to the edge, oh. and they put their arm out, and they said, this is your job to stop this. Because okay. we're at critical mass, mm-hmm. and we need to spread healing and kindness. Mm. So that was part of the message, right? So, you know, your ego gets involved, right? Because I'm thinking, like, oh my god, I'm just like one little, yeah. one little person. How can I do this? Mm-hmm. And and I had to like step out of that because it it was there was a lot of fear involved. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I fail? How mm-hmm. am I going to do this? Who's going to show me what to do? Mm-hmm. I didn't need to know any of that. They mm-hmm. show me right along the way. So part of the message was in September of 2023, mm-hmm. the energy, you're going to feel a big shift in the energy. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely going from the male into the feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they wanted the feminine energy to take over was because the world needs to heal. Mm-hmm. We need to heal ourselves. The people need to heal. We need to take care of the earth, mm-hmm. right? We need to take care of our food supply. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that no longer serve us the people the situations the jobs the the experiences that no longer serve us serve us will be purged away Mm. whether they pass away or they decide they don't want to be your friends or you know whatever the situation was and did covid have something to do with that maybe maybe not Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of purging going on over the past two years Mm -hmm. and they said by december of 2023 that it would be the cycle would be complete. We'd be, we would be fully in the female energy, and you're going to notice a big shift in the world. Wow! Right. So they're sending all these light workers and mm-hmm. these healers and all these people that do what I do to help spread these messages. Mm-hmm. You, your mom, mm-hmm. other people that we know mm. are all part of, part of this, and the people that don't accept the responsibility fully mm-hmm. or allow their ego to run. Mm-hmm. Rampant, mm-hmm. will their gifts will be taken away? Okay. So we don't need to do. We don't even need to concern ourselves with any of that. Mm-hmm. We need to concern ourselves with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we we spread kindness where we can. Mm-hmm. That we help people that maybe we wouldn't have normally even paid attention to. Right. And we need to understand where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. Right. Before we scream and yell at them on the highway, or or you know do a vengeful act, or or whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. we need to put ourselves in their in their position to understand where they're coming from, because mm-hmm. that's going to allow us to treat people with respect and kindness and and facilitate this healing in the world because mm-hmm. if we can change the energy here mm-hmm. and everybody that listens to this podcast everybody in the world can do this and it's just like with a kind thought mm-hmm. or a kind deed or something mm-hmm. you don't have to be uh, an intuitive medium you don't have to be a healer mm-hmm. you just have to be kind mm-hmm. and that's what we've been missing yes. and to take care of 
our food supply and to take care of the earth, Mother Earth, mm-hmm. and, and, and be the nurturers. And, and it can be female or male, mm-hmm. the feminine energy. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be all all females that mm-hmm. do this, right? Because right. we all have both both in us. Yes. Um, so that was a long explanation wow. for a short question. That was beautiful. <laughs> but it's that, a lot. <laughs> that's what we needed to hear, though. That message yeah. was so profound and so beautiful. So I hope listeners go back and listen again because you said uh, so many important things there. You, you touched on, yes, the big picture is the kindness, but breaking it down and bringing it across all levels of our human experience, not just in any one area right. and stopping and realizing that, I don't know, maybe the guy that you're ready to cuss out on the highway, maybe he's, you know, taking his wife to the labor and delivery room, or maybe he just, you know, is on the way to the hospital because he found out some bad news. Not everybody is out here just trying to ruin our days right. or, right, exactly. you know, or, or just trying to be a jerk for no reason there's there's reasons and sometimes we just have to step back and take a deep breath and get out of the entitlement that we've all become accustomed to yes and and you know just really look at things from a from a human perspective yes you know yes i love it Ooh, all the good juicy stuff this is good stuff (laughs) i love it i love it oh my god so pam you've shared you're an intuitive medium, you're a healer, you're a teacher. Um, would you like to share with our listeners how they can get a hold of you, what services you provide? Because you are an extraordinary woman, you are an extraordinary soul, and I think the world needs to know about you. And so they need to know where to find you. <laughs> okay. um, so you can reach me on my cell phone. Uh, I'll give you the number. It's it's 401-533-1864. You can email me at the tree of life 222 at gmail.com. Um, and my podcast is on um, iHeartRadio and Spotify and a bunch of different platforms. It's called the Awakened Soul Stories. Um, and that also was a channeled message that I got that I was supposed to do a podcast, which is something I would have never, never, ever thought to do. Um, but I've had some interesting guests on and, um, you know, uh, so take a listen and, uh, thank you for listening to me today. Wonderful. Well, thank you uh, for coming on and sharing your time with us. I know your time is very precious and valuable. You are in demand, so I appreciate you giving us some of your time. Um, For our listeners, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today to our episode of Surviving the Human Experience with Pam. And until next time, be well and stay blessed. This wraps up today's episode of Surviving the Human Experience with Kristen Aurelia, the show where all things human experience related come together and are explored. Join us on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Episodes will be archived on the Surviving the Human Experience Dream Vision 7 Radio Network website page and will also be accessible at shewisepublications.com. That's S-H-E-W-I-S-E publications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.